0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone. You stupid fucking blackmouth! Take a stand! Bitch, bitches, <laughs> leave! <laughs> Enough! Take bitches, leave! Enough!
1: Take a stand together. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV with your hosts, the Turkey Boys, myself, Scott Sweeney, and Ryan Mankner. (laughs) What's happening, hoops? I mean, Turkey Boys Summer in full swing. We're having a goo. This is episode one, two, three. Is that good luck? Sounds like something. Mm. I was thinking for a special episode one,
0: two, three treat, we could have potentially a special guest in reviews. One. A phone in.
1: Three and two the foul.
0: So we'll see if that actually pans out. Mm. And I'm gonna tease you guys with it. I'm not gonna say who it is or what it's about, but it's a friend of the show that you may remember.
1: I'm excited. And I think the fans are too. Yes. Do we want to start things off with some birthdays, maybe some death days? I would
0: enjoy that immensely. Let me get my happy birthday plan here.
1: Mm, Beautiful music.
0: Isn't it nice? This (laughs) week we had some funny ones. Friend and enemy of the show, Mark Wahlberg is 50. How you doing? Hey, it's my birthday.
1: Hey, you guys are uh, watching my new Dumped on the Paramount Plus Turkey For the featured review yeah. tonight I'm gonna do 50 push-ups And then beat up 50 Asian guys And That's
0: then it. go to sleep at 6.50pm And then go to church Yeah And then pray a fi- pray five times And then Fuck <laughs> uh, Kanye West is 44 Shit uh, Joan Rivers Would have been 88 May oh she rest in god, peace Oh my god Melissa Keep that going actually That's Terrific. pretty good
1: I'm so downish, it's a goddamn tragedy. But go on. John Depp is 58. Wow. Oh, thank you. I'm getting wine drunk with a bunch of dirty fucking idiots. <laughs> it's, we're, we're, all, we're all having a goo. That's, that's... Wine drunk got
0: me. I think I like tweaked my shoulder laughing just now. This is how you know you're in peak physical condition. Uh, friend of the show and gal of the show, Natalie Portman, yes. is 40.
1: 40 years old I love her and yeah. I saw that I'm gonna wish her an extra special happy birthday oh yeah her uh, a
0: Mickey a- oh God wow how dare um he. Michael J Fox is shaking his way all the way to 60. Wow. Because he has Parkinson's disease, <laughs> that and act- it's going to take his life. Believe it or not, that actually took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, yes, it is. Yes, yes. And uh, comedian and also friend of the show, Bill Burr, is 53.
1: Uh, you know what, dude? Uh, I'm 53 now. I'm 53. I'm on the set of Mando, season three. Uh, what a weird
0: casting he is on that show. There's a fan in there somewhere.
1: The lovely Nia.
0: Ooh. And sadly, there are some
1: deaths. I want to sneak in one more birthday. Oh, you got another birthday. You missed. I missed one. Today is Peter Dinklage's birthday. Little cutie pie. Petey Dinks. What a cutie he is, yeah. I, I wish I had his age. He could be 39 or 68. I really have no idea what age Mr. Dinklage is. But we wish him the best. I bet he is 50. 50. God, that's fun to do.
0: Who um, yeah, Who died? i only have one actually two Ooh. two two good ones let me cue the death music here because i gotta be
1: <laughs> i gotta be all sorts of i love that yeah, we have life music and death music it's a circle of life our um uh, musical cues this week we live.
0: lost a very very important hollywood celebrity who in all of our hearts is will live on forever um Little Dirk's brother, <laughs> Off D. Thang, was shot and killed in Chicago in, I believe, it was some sort of race-related uh, gang violent thing that Hank will discuss
1: later. Sadly, it was not all a dream, mm. as Biggie might say. And we
0: lost another very important, very relevant A-lister, Ernie Lively, Blake Lively's father, <laughs> is dead as well. Wow. May they rest in peace. Blake or Ernie, you were taken from us too soon. You had a lot left to give. Yeah. And the only thing that I can point (laughs) to as to why he's dead is perhaps he took his own life due to Ryan Reynolds being his son-in-law. Yeah. And having to listen to him talk about aviation, gin, and Deadpool 3 over and over again.
1: That would put anyone in the grave. I think that
0: put him over the edge and he just put a bullet in his brain.
1: These are maybe so, the two biggest losses we've ever suffered. Lil something's brother and Blake. Lil Lively's Dirk's father. brother
0: off the thang wow. and Ernie Lively to mover and shake movers and shakers, very important fixtures in the Hollywood community. We salute you here at the Enough Podcast. May you both rest in peace. Oh yeah. I was like, how long are we gonna? <laughs> are we gonna keep going with the bagpipes? it <laughs> have and... been funny if we let it go for like a minute. I considered it. I was like, "There's another minute left on this video, and I'm gonna let it." Go. I'm like, "No, nah, it's not funny anymore."
1: We named this episode "R.I.P. Blake Lively's Father." <laughs> I we're really don't hate that idea. We're really going all in. This episode
0: is dedicated to Off the Thang, Lil Durk's brother.
1: Wow. And I don't know if you saw Rob Zombie announced the other day. He announced on Instagram, my next film project will be the one I've been chasing for 20 years The Monsters. Like the old. Uh, Roy Family Donk? Type the,
0: show. the Colgate Hour? <laughs> the composer of the Monsters theme
1: song. Ooh. And yeah, Rob Zombie, I can't believe they keep giving him the keys to like anything. People. Especially. Him like, I'm really weird and my dreads. I bet yeah. he smells. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Stinky.
0: Uh, he's the type of guy that, like, when he leaves the room, he, it's his scent is still there. Yeah, he was
1: at the Johnny Depp stinky boy, dirty party.
0: Over uh, the weekend. You swill some of this wine with me, uh, my my companion.
1: And Rob was like, you know what, man, I'm uh, I'm working on Dracula Two, a song sequel, because Scotty likes those. I don't think this is what Rob Zombie sounds like. but That's fine. That was
0: a decent, it kinda.
1: Okay, I'm in. And yeah, even though everyone on Earth has made this joke already, I want to do it too. I wonder if Rob Zombie is going to cast his wife in a role in the Munsters movie. (laughs) If he doesn't, (laughs) I will
0: let... I don't know. Acid Man take over my spot on the podcast Dana from Hanover for those in the know could be fun Hoops and Acid Man chopping it up about movies some people are probably in their house in their car right now and whatever in their home going you know that might be a better podcast so (laughs) let's hope that happens
1: Greenlight but yeah for people who don't know Rob Zombie he made like the two Halloween reboot movies that are pretty bad the last
0: one we saw in theaters with Parsons was that oh Oh.
1: yes that was him Not the most recent one. Oh, that was Green or whatever. Yeah.
0: David Gordon Green. Yeah. And then written by um
1: What's his face? Fucking spounding down. Kenny Powers. Yes.
0: It's gonna kill me if I can't think of his real name. I can't
1: believe I can either. I'm a tired boy today. I'm a little tired too. We both
0: have a couple of soda pops though, so let's see if that'll get us (laughs) Yeah, I gotta crack that up. Although yours doesn't have caffeine in it.
1: But yeah, Rob Zombie like no one liked the Halloween movies. Then he made like three movies about satanic clown cults because that's like Random. what all all his movies boil down to basically and his wife's in all of them and she's not oh a the par- three or whatever <laughs> whatever it was called yeah the I three from hell 31 it was called
0: what yeah. was the three from hell
1: oh that was uh yeah that was also that was him. yeah yeah my big bit what was it the three out the of three ten, out from, 10 hell? from hell
0: yeah remember me getting those advanced screening tickets and us just not going I, you were like yeah I don't really need it I'm gonna like no I
1: think I'm good
0: and then I think it came on iTunes and I was all excited for it and I grabbed it and it was just bad I don't even think I finished it
1: I think I bought it
0: and then shut it and then got a fund
1: he makes the kind of movies like they should just be home movies just for him like he puts his wife in them they're all the same I don't know I probably made the same joke for 31 I probably said this is 31 on Rotten Tomatoes or something
0: 31 out of 100 or you know there's a lot of angles you could (laughs) have taken there Speaking of people who continue to get tossed softballs and lots and lots of work. This is a legit segue. Love it. J Lo just signed a multi year deal with Netflix. How you doing? To produce a bunch of boring shows. Me and Ben F like are working on a little something. He's working on something in Vegas, I saw. He's Vegas, like directing maybe? something in Vegas. Oh. And the like page six had Sounds a like dope. dumb thing of him just at a blackjack table gambling. Like, that matters.
1: Isn't he a notorious gambling addict?
0: I believe so. That's that's, probably why they were covering that, but... I think that's one of his things. I mean, he's got to fill the void of alcohol with something. So I'm going to go ahead and say
1: safe. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for whatever he's making in Vegas. J-Lo, I'm a little more skeptical about her creative output. She stinks. I actually... How dare you? I kind of like her acting. Like, in
0: her earlier stuff, like the, the, like the rewatchables have done this, how I think Ben has been, was bad for her career in the nineties. Like it mm. was like a, almost like a Melissa McCarthy and um, ben, Falcone. ben Falcone situation where not that bad. Nothing's that bad. No, nothing is that bad. <laughs> I have a is. news story about them as well, but I think that JLo had something there like with the, like I thought the cell was kind of a cool movie. Mm. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I thought The Cell was a cool movie.
1: I thought Out of Sight was a cool movie. I even liked her in Enough. Haha. <laughs> Enough. No, she can be good. Yeah, she's just like lost in Turkey Town. Right. And most of the movies she's in are just bad. Well, they they figured out somewhere
0: along the way that she did really well as the poor lady somehow immersing herself in wealthy white culture and working her way to the top and taking over as like a boss bitch. And that's just a genre that needs to die because it's sort of just like, it's almost like hammering the point, point. this is woke of me, I actually am happy about this. Monty, get the counter ready. Points. I am happy, or rather, I would say that like, to say that a Hispanic woman or Latinx, I think is what it's supposed to be said now, is Latinx is not able to become a successful person in business on their own without like for the JLo examples that she's lying on her resumes or like bamboozling someone or being sexy. Mm. Like the fact it's just like that to set that stare. And I'm sure there are not as, as many Latin CEOs as there are white, but that's, you know, that has nothing to do with anything beyond institutionalized racism and, I don't know. I I can't go too deep into this because I, I think Hank will get upset, but yeah, I, do, wanna upset I do believe him. that movies like that sort of aren't good for the culture of mm-hmm. minorities in business in general. And I think that there's more of them than people realize. And I think that there's a lot of very well-educated people from other parts of the world and from other socioeconomic backgrounds that maybe didn't have every advantage that you or I did. Points. That pretty much need to be represented in a better way other than like these you know, mischievous Oliver Twist-style underdogs who, like, connive their way to the top. Yeah. That's the point I wanted to make.
1: Good point, and you earned points for it. Listen to this episode. For all of you out
0: there who are trying to get me kicked off Instagram or who have heard stuff in the past thinking I'm some sort of hate speech bigot, I'm not. It's Hank. This is how (laughs) I feel.
1: (laughs) You launching an attack against Hank.
0: Hank is a racist monster and wow. I'm sure we'll hear from him he can't go without uh, he's a big hit I guess and he can't go an episode without him anymore but Yeah,
1: he wriggles his way down here and I don't know how to deal with him. I don't. He
0: takes don't... up the whole driveway with that big truck.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts about the Jeffrey Bezos going to space stuff? I believe
0: I wrote down that I hope he dies up there. And that <laughs> was all I said. Jeffrey
1: Bezos.
0: About <laughs> drink their blood get, get get them yeah i actually are those all on
1: oh yeah that's all the yeah bo, the bo burnham. burnham stuff
0: the new album we were saying whatever
1: yeah we were saying last week those cuts need to be on spotify they are now folks you can listen to them at your is that leisure. bezos i think it's the song's called jeffrey bezos or bezos yeah either or but yeah, it's weird that when you have that much Yeah, this is it When you have that much dough, like Jeffrey Bezos, your life just becomes like, I need to be the first guy to do fill in the blank.
0: Yeah, this is the one. This is my number one, I think. This is a (laughs) jam. If you haven't seen Bo Burnham inside our featured review from last week, get in there. It's the funniest
1: thing I've seen. This is, I say this all the time, but this is my favorite kind of bit, a bit that just has no business existing at all. He's like singing this goofy song about Jeffrey Bezos. There it is. And like giving it very good production. Yeah, like that.
0: That little, the first time I saw that, I had like a legitimate cackle. Like a, like a. (laughs) (laughs) He's having a laugh. That little like
1: piano riff, that like synth piano, whatever that is. Do you think he'll listen to that as he careens into uh, outer space? I think he is,
0: (laughs) I think he's probably not that amused. I don't know. Maybe Jeff has a good sense of humor. I have no clue.
1: I actually saw a headline that he was upset that everyone online was wishing him death on his trip into space. But maybe that's just one of those things. I actually
0: don't really have a problem with Jeff Bezos, and I pretended I did the other day to appease a new client. I was like, "Yeah, he's a he's a real jerk." Yeah, Monol or yeah, Monopoly, fuck him. But the reality is, I actually love Jeff Bezos. I, th- wow. I get a kick out of him. I love rich people. I think that the more money you have, the more important you are as a person. Wow,
1: you're and losing points. I think that shedding points. The fact.
0: The fact that he's extremely, extremely wealthy and does not do anything for charity is something I respect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. Mm, Moving along. And yeah, like, does he think he's a fast and furious character roaring into space? I'm going to be in space. There's only one bald guy roaring into orbit this summer, Jeff. And it's me. (laughs) And it's me in my movie. And speaking of that shit, the.
0: Ask any racer, any real racer. (laughs)
1: Hey, it don't matter
0: if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. I, I love how you never talk over a Vin clip. Um, I have like three of them, and they'll just you'll give it like uh, <laughs> its own little
1: stage. I shut up real quick. But yeah, the Fast and Furious Nine has been added to the Cannes Film Festival lineup. Oh. folks, I'm not talking about the Scott Con Film Festival. <laughs> this is the actual Con Film Festival in France.
0: Do you think we should maybe check in with our correspondents in Paris to see their hmm. thoughts on all of this?
1: That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. We
0: are here. Actually, we're going to tune in right now.
1: Let's patch them in. Yeah. Jacques
0: and Pierre, uh-huh. live from Paris.
1: <laughs> Les
0: movies. I am very, very excited about... To see a Vin Diesel on the big screen, we, huh? We call him
1: Vino Diesel.
0: Yes, huh? yeah, Vino, like like, like wine. It, we love wine. We drink wine. We make love to a woman.
1: He gets it. He's laughing. Oh, yes. He's, you guys are the Turkey boys. We what are. What do you say? We. i oh, sorry. We are the Frog Boys.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is that offensive? Who knows? We oui, we. Oui.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Do you have
0: cigarette? Oh, fantastic. Oh, yes, yes. Fantastic. When are we leaving? I will have a cigarette and a crepe and we will go to the Eiffel Tower.
1: Vin Diesel loves the movies. Yes, the movies. Le Cinema. We are
0: here in Paris. We are ready for Vin and a Tay Diggs.
1: Yes. To arrive. <laughs> Woody Allen is here filming. Dante Diggs,
0: the other black
1: guy. His next globe trotting adventure is very oh, fantastic. Yes.
0: Midnight in Paris was inna- inaccurate.
1: Yes. I've immediately run out of
0: French things. When we discussed <laughs> this in the pre-show, it seemed a lot funnier than it is right now.
1: The fans are like, could they possibly have prepared for this? I have
0: a terrible French accent, and I feel like I just sound like Borat. Yeah.
1: Mine's getting worse with every, <laughs> every sentence, and now it's just gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's just over. completely
0: gone. And I was literally like, every word, I was like, how do you make this sound less like Borat in the yeah. back of my mind? <laughs> great success the frog
1: boys are gone never we to return still have the french song playing though that's something
0: that's for the cool. fans at home this is eddie mitchell yeah, with that's Jacques that's martin that's il se live
1: yes i do love imagining like the french film crowd like doing like the flick pose watching fast nine do you think
0: they're in i feel like they've got to be in
1: yeah i mean it must be at least good if they're showing it something like that if it was like a dead like Fast 8 kind of was. Fast 8 sucked. Like it, Charlize it, Throne with dreads. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm out
0: on like a woman, a white woman dreads. Like a
1: white woman, They've, white <laughs> woman's Instagram. <laughs> they fixed it. She has a bowl cut in Fast 9. Oh, good. Nine, so everything's fine.
0: Maybe Deb will be around, that maniac.
1: But yeah, maybe we head to con and hit that premiere. Mm. Also, I, 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 I a, like that Scott con bit. That was fun. He's in on it. Yeah, that was good. I had another bit that yeah. in addition to the bit that Fast 10 should be called Fast year Seat Builds, which is a bit like other people have had. But I thought of it years ago on my own accord. I'm yelling at the Frog Boys. I had a new idea. Fast 10 should be called FX The Movies. Remember like FX has The mm-hmm. Movies? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The... Mo- <laughs> the
1: Yeah, like FX I'm colon- belching away here. The Movies. That's the title. FX colon The Movies. Hmm. We'll see you in twenty twenty three. Perhaps I could get my colon cleansed. Ooh. And let's just keep things rolling with all these fun stories. Kid Rock filmed using homophobic slur on stage in Tennessee. Which sounds What did he say? Which one? The F word. Did he talk about people getting their
0: shit pushed in? (laughs) I've had my shit pushed in.
1: Oh, shit. Classic. No, the what was the quote?
0: I believe he said something. Oh,
1: wait, I have it here. Okay. He said, this is a quote from him. He says, if Kid Rock using the word F offends you, good chance you are one. Oh. Either way, I know he has a lot of love for his gay friends, and I will have a talk with him. Have a nice day, Bob Richie.
0: He's doing the Hank thing. Yes, which is ridiculous as like a as a person in the public eye. Yeah,
1: and honestly, it's that's
0: not a thing, kid.
1: It's a pretty airtight statement. You're agreeing with it. All right, we'll go. We're divided here, I guess. I think he's gonna power through this. Because, first of all, I didn't know his actual name is Bob Ritchie. It's just such, like, a boring... He's related to Lionel Richie, so he thinks he can get away with it. Yeah. I knew his name wasn't Kid Rock. I'm not that dumb. But just Bob Ritchie. If I ever met him, I'd call him Kid. Hey, Kid! Oh, Kid. Oh, Kid. How you doing there, Kid? But yeah, he... I guess he said it angrily to a group of fans, and they all, like, got him on cell phone video. Well... Oh, shit. Hank, he snuck down.
0: Angry about what? That's my first question.
1: You don't think anything's wrong with... Uh... I sure don't. <laughs> my <laughs> wife and
0: I oh, wow. have actually started a Christian uh, Pray the Gay Away camp. So wow. for us, that's that saying that word is part of our daily life. And I believe that in America, we have freedom of speech, mm. freedom of religion, and if those types, I will clean it up for the air. I have said some things in the past. I will, I'm going to tighten it up. If those types want to live that way and they want to choose to have that lifestyle, they may have it. Just like I may have my gun rack in my truck and uh, sounds my, like a fair trade, my farm and all my animals that I will slaughter and eat. Okay. See? So to me, and I also chose to send all of my children to the military to honor our country.
1: Wow. Yeah, True that.
0: American patriots.
1: I saw the trailer for the new Purge movie. It has like a, a cowboy theme. I was kind of picturing Hank in a Purge and having a lot of fun with that.
0: Think of it as that scene in Hell or High Water when, Ooh, they, when they're chasing Ben Foster and he gets out of his truck and he shoots everybody with the automatic rifle. Mm. That would be how I would handle it. Wow. I would blow everybody limb from limb.
1: Do you shoot first and ask questions later? I do. Wow! Because
0: everything is bigger in Texas. Wow. Including my penis.
1: <laughs> I mean, I never considered such an analogy. That's pretty powerful, Hank.
0: Well, I guess I have to say Kid Rock. Just to close off this segment here with me, <laughs> Kid Rock, I have your your I'm in your corner. I got your six, buddy. And I want you to know you have a place at Hank's ranch anytime you like. If you get thrown out of Hollywood with the rest of those queers. Wow.
1: Cordial offer from Hank.
0: That was that was nice of Hank to yeah. stop by. He toned it down. He said queer at the end. You can't say queer anymore unless it's in a positive context. But Hank. Yeah. I I got to be honest with you. He is a very racist, very homophobic, very just xenophobic. I, there's really nothing. like he, Now he's talking about sending all of his kids to the military. Even those, is that his new angle?
1: That was pretty fucked up, but he did seem slightly reined in. I mm. think you berating him is having an effect.
0: I'm hoping that he's listening because I'm woke. So <laughs> maybe we'll get through to Hank. Maybe Hank will have a breakthrough.
1: You to Hank, like I can change him. Maybe I can, yeah. <laughs> Terrific.
0: You've been
1: spooching with everybody. And Harrison Ford is back on set filming the new Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> I was having a laugh imagining him, like, being super high on set, just puttering around like, Uh, may the force be with you. And then, oh, oh that's the wrong one. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh Callista, where are my earrings? <laughs> Where's my whip? Where's Mutt Williams? Why am I making this movie? I'm almost 80 years old. Oh, there's oh. there's the music.
0: Yes. Hello, Mr. Uh, Solo. Get, it's get, me, C-3PO. Get off the Millennium Falcon, kid. I I don't understand why you would throw me off. I am your navigator. I got no... You t- will not be able to get to Tatooine without my help. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that was pr- a pretty good poll, kid, but <laughs> I don't got time for bots. <laughs> God damn it. Toss me a... Chewie, that sounded really good. Toss me a lightsaber, kid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the new Indiana Jones movie has Chewie and C-3PO in it. It's gonna be a masterpiece. <laughs> I'm fighting Darth Vader and the Nazis. I am your father. Darth Vader's my father, even though it's canonical that Sean Connery's my father in Last Crusade. Bolt the door if you're coming in. <laughs> the storyline. Drop the gun, in.
0: or I'll drop your boss. Welcome to the rock. Yes. That was fun. That was fun. I I've done enough characters though. That was
1: we got hoops in a cactus. Coughing fit. Whew. I mean, that was fun. I didn't even get mm. to do my Mutt Williams voice. I'll save it for later. Do you have a voice for that? I don't, but I'm gonna work on one now that I said that. Did you see? Speaking
0: of voices, I don't know if you have a good one for him, but Harvey uh, Weinstein is getting a little
1: biopic produced by Brad Pitt. Oh, <laughs> be funny. Don't ruin
0: your with me for five minutes.
1: Brad Pitt is also gonna star in it. It's like it's me, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I'm going to shave my (laughs) head and get an Oscar. Brad Pitt has a big gain. (laughs) Pitt. Who could play Harvey Weinstein? I feel like we talked about this before. We did, yeah.
0: I actually talked about this with friend of the show and guest of the show last week, Rian. Hey, bud. Uh, John Goodman was, I think, his first selection. I think we also said... um, He'd be John Badman if he took on that role. Christian Bale, if he had a gain, could probably pull it off. He's already working on the game. Yeah, <laughs> I need that real gain. No fat uh, suits. Gary Oldman in a fat suit was another Rian suggestion. Mm. I think Goodman would probably be the guy. Or Je- he, Rian jokingly said Jeff Garland because of the curb bit oh, yeah. where Jeff Garland gets mistaken for him. But Jeff Garland, I don't think, has the chops to be <laughs> that, that important. It's, it could, <laughs> however they do this, this can't be like a dud. This has to mm. be like a scathing expose Bio, like one of the more important biopics in history. So like Brad Pitt producing it is a good sign.
1: Yeah. Jeff Garland as Harvey Weinstein, like, please, please, this is a big bowl of wrong. You can't do this.
0: <laughs> Him, like, you remember me from Sleepover? Oh, please.
1: That's fucked up. But that does seem like the kind of movie they'll make. It'll probably be produced by the Weinstein Company. They'll fire it back up. <laughs> But speaking of voices and fucked up shit, did you see that Mike Myers will play seven brand new characters in a Netflix limited series called The Pentaverate*, about a secret society who have been working to influence world events since 1347? That... Description
0: sounds kind of boring, but I like Mike Myers, and he's been kind of riding that Shrek wave for the past three decades. What so do you mean? I wouldn't hate him doing something. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say I'm in
1: him doing character work. Although I fans know, I just want him to do Austin Powers. I hope this show is him doing like slightly tweaked Austin Powers characters. <laughs> he's like he's like fat rascal instead of fat bastard, and he can bring out Boston Powers and all the fun stuff. I forgot about Boston Powers. That's funny. He's in. But yeah, the I'll totally watch this. Even though everyone just wants powers.
0: You said that was on Netflix?
1: Yes. Okay. And they just announced it, so it'll probably be a while till it premieres, but they also announced Ken Jeong is in the supporting cast. So as long as we get to see his tiny tiny penis, <laughs> I'm in support of that. Mike Myers like doing a whole like oh. like mole bit with Ken Jeong's dick. Mo-
0: M- 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 m-
1: that's a green light that's funny yeah we're in the the writer's room for this mike myers tv show contact us dot the <laughs> lowercase j's god <laughs> it's like my favorite bit in anything ever
0: i'm what's called a partial ocular albino
1: <laughs> so much setup for one joke lowercase j's POWER, masterful
0: partial ocular albino made me like, snort, laugh the first time I heard it. It's Kevin Pollock's best work. Kevin Pollock has some bits, I must say. Mm. Speaking of Netflix, did you notice that they brought an early halt to production in Australia of Melissa McCarthy's comedy series God's Favorite Idiot?
1: Yes, and instead of an early halt, I'd like to see a permanent halt. We were just talking series. about this.
0: Yeah, she's teaming up with her husband again to make another turkey. Like he's, It's as if Ben Falcone is holding Melissa McCarthy hostage to make all of his turkeys using her like somewhat b-list stardom as a vehicle yeah. for them and it works over and over again like thunder force and that movie where she goes to college and tammy yeah.
1: and and normally he just directs but he's also starring in this show oh, i don't think he's behind the camera this is a fucking enough a nice two-hander you know
0: when they're the chemistry quote-unquote between the two of them worked on screen or behind it in bridesmaids during that one scene on the airplane where she was like you feel that steam heat and like had her leg up and that was funny yeah and he was funny in it and that was the fucking end
1: yeah they've been trying to recapture that ever since they've been trying to capture that
0: lightning in a bottle like chasing the dragon it's never gonna happen it's over give up you're not funny together you're ruining each other's (laughs) careers respectively
1: yeah they're not like great they work together so much it's like Are they the new Brad and Angelina? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone?
0: One can only hope they'll get divorced like Brad and Angelina. Ooh,
1: spicy. And what else do we have here? I forgot they're making a McGruber TV series at Peacock. Cool. They just cast Sam Elliott, Lawrence Fishburne, and Mickey Rourke in supporting roles. I mean, that's a trio. That is a fun supporting cast.
0: Old broken down piece of meat and Mag- i'm alone
1: mcgruber's funny but that's one of those movies a lot of people say is like mcgruber's the funniest movie of the last 20 years and i just think it's massively overrated. i think I-, I shut it i think it's a fine movie it's funny because will forte is just like a nut job and he's doing anything he can for a laugh in it and it's just like a wacky fun movie
0: i don't really find him very funny i don't find you very funny hmm I really don't. I think that there's something, it's just, it's not for me.
1: A lot of his stuff is like, I'm yelling now, and it's weird. I'm a weird guy who's yelling.
0: His sketch in I Think You Should Leave is the only sketch I don't like. (laughs) That's what I was just thinking of, because that's exactly... He just puts on a wig and yells. Yeah. That's not funny. Funny. Not funny.
1: Also, I don't know if we talked about it, but... We were just talking last week about how we need that new season of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson oh, yeah. on Netflix. And they announced it premieres July 6th. What a mitzvah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure people have seen it. If you haven't, haven't at this point. It's, they're
0: 17 something minute episodes. Get in there and just rip through all of them and then watch them again. I watched them like when lucy and i have nothing to watch we'll just throw them on in bed and just fire through entire the entire series
1: it's bit city i can't wait to have new ones to like come right. through and have a laugh at
0: there's no way they won't be even funnier given all the time off they've had to just sit and write and create and i'm really really hopeful that it's going to be the funniest thing ever
1: speaking of hopeful that it's the funniest thing ever did you see that a TED TV series is also in the works at Peacock? With Seth MacFarlane in talks to reprise his role? We're so <laughs> buried in our phones. <laughs> it's true.
0: Uh, no thanks. And Seth is just waiting to go,
1: huh? <laughs> I thought I'd bring back TED. <laughs> <laughs> After TED 2, everyone was like, yeah, give me more of that's, that character. This can't miss. I worried that I brought this into being by joking a few weeks ago that I spent the pandemic on Wall Street writing Ted Three, because now I saw this and I was like, "I mean,
0: you sort of willed Wall Burgers into existence. So, fuck. I mean, there's the, or Wall Street, rather. So there's a Are lot of there's a lot of stuff that I think that you can kind of create. So use your powers for good and get us, <clears throat> I don't know, like the the vega brothers movie or something that i would enjoy i
1: steer my career based on jokes that scotty makes on enough yeah. the podcast he doesn't think i'm listening but i am yeah it's a fucking great pod yeah they make fun of me a whole lot but it's all right it's all in good fun they're right i'm a piece of dog shit i blinded an asian man it's all right i'm in turkeys i deserve the i deserve all the jokes <sighs> i'm in like two good movies and i don't like boogie nights I you've never seen shooter
0: <laughs> I, I gotta why did you remain? do that scotty Watch my featured review. It's going to be so sick. Speaking of featured reviews, did you notice that Stephen King has been quoted saying that he was not able to finish the Blair Witch Project because it was, quote, too scary?
1: Yes. You sent that to me, and I can't remember exactly. I feel like you were sickened. I was legitimately embarrassed for him. Because it's just like, dude, you're a grown man and you were 50 when it came out. He was probably just doing that as a favor to the producers so they can be like, look what Stephen King, like Stephen King couldn't finish this.
0: Well, what does it matter? Is there another one coming? I don't even know who made that movie. I feel like that movie had like more buzz. I remember like recording that off of pay-per-view and having a tape of it and thinking it was like the most important, like documented video footage of all time.
1: Yeah. It got hyped into oblivion. I remember when I finally saw it, I was like, that was okay. The end is scary when people are like What, staring is he standing the in the corner and it's like, yeah.
0: why is he doing that? And then it ends. Yeah. All right, dumb. Let's watch it again tonight. <laughs> tonight. Tonight.
1: And today or maybe yesterday was the day that the final episode of The Fucking Sopranos aired 14 fucking years ago. What the fuck?
0: Mm. And
1: that just struck me. Fourteen years. I remember watching it at Budax, and you called me right as it was over, and you were like, "You loved it, didn't you?" And I was like, <laughs> "I did."
0: <laughs> I was so angry. I hated it day one. It took me like ten years to come around on it. Only in the last like five or six years have I thought just to myself, like, "They're really David Chase. Really didn't have much of a choice. That's the best choice he could have made." I think it's such a cool,
1: like, artsy ending. I get why it frustrates people, but.
0: What were we going to have Tony get his head blown off and then yeah. and then that's the end. That would have sucked if you think about that. The logic behind that we we didn't we were all rooting for him.
1: Yeah. Most shows in the series finale like they totally whiff cuz they try to go out of their way to like tie up everything and give everything closure. And Breaking just... Bad
0: is the first one that's coming to mind for me. They like killed off I don't even remember now. They killed Walt and Jesse ran off and Jesse then,
1: Yeah, they I'm the one who knocks, Jesse. There's I can't think of a good example of a show that just like got up its own ass trying to fix everything. But the Sopranos ending Dexter? <laughs> yeah. Great example. I love the now Sopranos. They're
0: taking another star. I'm talking over you. That's
1: no, cool. I love the Sopranos ending because uh I actually watched it yesterday mm. because I was like, oh, 14 years ago, blah blah blah. It's when you're watching it, it just feels like another episode. They're not like Aside from, like, the junior scene at the end, that's, like, a, a series finale moment. But everything else is just, it's just another episode. There's a scene at, like, a funeral where Polly's, like, mm-hmm. talking about food and complaining about a bunch of weird stuff. The show is just incredible to the end. you I, do better than that! I really hope that prequel movie is decent. Hope it breaks that, uh show to movie being a turkey curse mm. that I think we mentioned earlier
0: yeah I have high hopes I guess I'm trying not to be too negative about it but
1: yeah. <sighs> and did you get that Carmela Soprano shirt yet?
0: it's in, in uh, the mail I also got the Bacala shirt in, in extra
1: large oh, so that it's nice and big What the because fault? that's funnier to me you got some hot like Photoshop shirts coming
0: oh yeah I will share those with the fans on the Enough Instagram, but Scotty Ooh. turned me on to a Carmela Soprano portrait t-shirt, and I got Bacala as well. What a car. Ugh. Ooh, is that a, a turkey head calling in? It's my mom. Should I pick it up? Is that funny? Yeah, sure.
1: Should we be the frog guys?
0: Frog hey, guys? mom, uh, you're live on Enough the Podcast. How you doing? Oh, my goodness. I've always wanted to be on the podcast. <laughs> hey, now. i <I've> invited. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, we are probably going to watch the new Mark Wahlberg movie on Paramount Plus. Hell yeah. Oh, good. Is that the one where he had to gain all the weight for? Ooh. I'm I... not sure, actually. Oh, it might, be, might be
1: a different one. I like whatever that movie is. Yeah, that either way, we good. like
0: him fat. That's good. <laughs> I ate
1: too many Wahlburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Scott. Hey, now. How are you? How, how are you? I suppose I should get off and talk to you another time. Uh. Hey to watch the Queen Bees and tell me if that's any good for me. What is it? Oh yeah, I saw, isn't James Kahn in that? Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah, okay,
0: well I like it, James Kahn, so I'm in. It's really for my age more, but also there's one out now in the
1: movie theaters that's about a horse. Do you know what that one is? I want to go see that tomorrow at the Loring. Oh yeah, that's Ooh. Uh, I think that's Tony Collette, it's called like Dream Horse or Dream something. Dream Horse. I actually right. heard Dream yes. Horse, that's I, it. I heard it was really good. Yep. Well, anyway, so I didn't mean to
0: interrupt your show. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were on at this time. Please. Thank you. Yeah, well, love you very much. Do I have a a lot of listeners? (laughs) Thousands. (laughs) Now that you're involved. Come on, let's light them up, baby. Hell yeah. Well, have fun, guys. I'll talk to you right another time. Nothing important. All right, talk soon. Saying hello. Love you. Have a goo. (laughs) <laughs> bye. bye terrific Funny. terrific fantastic yes my mom's a That's big great. Trump supporter actually
1: yeah nope That. With everybody. I like the idea of us going to the theater for that horse movie with like Tony the... Collette
0: <laughs> one please In those uncomfortable seats I love the Loring Hall though I don't care like how old and dated it is I just fucking love it there and the fact that they were able to weather the storm Patriot Cinemas wise it makes me really happy
1: yeah I'll watch anything, especially at Loring. Like Yeah. Something can, about it makes every movie more watchable. Yeah. It's like, oh, this will be charming, even though if it's a turkey. I don't have much more news. I don't know about you.
0: I have a couple other dumb things, but that's, to be perfectly honest, I don't really care about any of them. Ooh. I just want to say that Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris are teaming up to do a movie for Netflix, and Lord. I've never enjoyed a duo more. Like, I'm really excited. I know nothing about it, but.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a fun mix. They're cool. I'm digging that. I duo. like both of them and I like
0: what they do in their products or their whatever,
1: their products, like their
0: fucking shoe salesmen. Their work. And also, one more thing uh, Jeffrey Tubin, the CNN employee, the legal analyst who got caught masturbating on a Zoom call.
1: Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> get the bud, get him. <laughs> yeah, he's back he's on back, CNN. He's back. Yeah. And he
0: said, I hope to be a better person off camera
1: as well as on camera. Haha, <laughs> you better be a better person on camera. Yeah, keep or... that
0: dick in your pants. This is not the sports corner.
1: It is amazing that they'd rehire him instead of just letting it go because, yeah, he like he jerked off on television. Did if, he come if, if memory serves. that's what I want
0: to know like did he was he like, oh, oh big load coming out and then like, ah, <laughs> uh, Jeff, your camera and your microphone are on. <laughs> we're all looking at you yeah.
1: that I can't be sure of.
0: so humiliating,
1: yeah, and now who's going to watch, you're not going to be able to hear what he's saying. You're just going to be thinking about like, oh, this is the guy who jerked off on TV. Well, and the
0: funniest part is that it couldn't have come at a worse time either. It was when nobody was working really. It was like May of 2020 when everyone was just glued to their TV and their phone. Mm. Like news was at an all time high. Anybody, everything that wasn't Corona news got like under a microscope. So like Mm. the fact that like had it happened three years ago, people probably would have forgotten about it a lot quicker because more stuff was happening. Mm. But this was just like, we were all sitting at home or whatever, even if you were working, it was, you weren't doing much because nothing was open. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, I don't know if it was right in the middle of the beginning of the pandemic. I think it was, I don't know, I'd have to check the times on it, but I just feel like we were all kind of just waiting for somebody to do something that wasn't the coronavirus. And that's what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jeff, we wish you luck here at the Newf podcast. We're all fans.
1: Have a goo bud.
0: And that's, that's enough for me on the news. Uh, mm. Let's take a little break. And as we just mentioned, we're going to watch the new Mark Wahlberg movie. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back. Are <laughs> you We're back. Dead. Sloth. Wrath. Ooh. Pride. A new one. That's fine. (laughs) I might not
0: have played that last time, yeah.
1: Hello. Wow, we, folks, did we just watch the new Mark Wahlberg Vehicle How you doing? Infinite. Which got dumped onto Paramount Plus. I have no idea why. That was such a strong theatrical release we just watched.
0: Mm, Nice (laughs) toilet flush there. Yeah, I I in the beginning I was I made a few confessions. I said I don't hate Mark Wahlberg as much as I pretend to on air.
1: I fell out of my seat when he said that.
0: I also said that I was enjoying that movie and that I liked the action and the car chase in the beginning and that I thought it was going to be great.
1: Yeah, it had kind of a cool opening scene, Mm. mainly because Wahlberg wasn't in it. Right. But it was like a decent car chase. I was like, maybe this will be good. This is like something. And then Marky Mark saunters his way into this movie. And he always plays like a guy's guy. His character mm. in this movie—he legitimately says this line. He goes, "Where I come from, we got bills to pay, rent to make. Nobody's got time for destiny." You didn't think that was icy? No, especially no? with his like Bruce Willis yeah. in the twilight of his cal- career-esque delivery. Blah, blah, blah. I'm tired. I can't speak.
0: Oh, uh, But yeah, like I was—he's just... on that same trajectory of just phoning it in. Yeah. Lazy as it gets.
1: And just to explain it real quick, this is a movie where he plays a character who like wakes up and doesn't remember his past but has all these abilities and it's like, I don't remember who I am and I'm getting flashes of a past life and yeah. I I turned out I used to be this other samurai guy and stuff and with a family I gotta find him and tell him about my reincarnation. Like They've done this movie so many times, and it's always bad. Exhausting and boring and bad, yeah. This movie reminded me of the recent Vin Diesel vehicle Bloodshot. A lot. Only Mm. Bloodshot was better. This movie was like...
0: I would say they're in the same
1: league. I mean, Vin brought it. Mark didn't. It's fun just seeing him, like, bidding around with a samurai sword. (laughs) Like, hey.
0: How How are you are you?
1: I crafted this sword.
0: What did I write down? I, it just, it's impossible to watch anything Mark Wahlberg. And I, like, I know we said we were going to do The Voice the whole time, but I've already given up. How do you mean? What? Uh, it's its just hard to take him seriously. Yes. And we have I think we've just beaten the bit into oblivion to the point where we're not coming back from it in terms of just being able to acknowledge him as a man on earth. I have
1: no idea what you're talking about.
0: You know what I, this movie made me realize is that I need Mark Wahlberg to have a racism scandal. You mean another one? <laughs> <laughs> just in I, general, like I need for him to get canceled. I need something to happen. I'm, I'm invincible,
1: yeah. just like that movie I made. And right. I'm also infinite, like this new movie we're talking about I'm not about going now. anywhere. I'm invincibly infinite. Oh my, yeah, like the scenes where he's trading a sword to gangsters for anti-psychotic meds. No good. And like trying to give this whole cool guy like, I'm threatening you, but I'm talking in this voice. And I just, I don't know about anybody else, but I really, like Ank was saying, I can't even listen to the man anymore because I just hear it like this and I'm... I want to do the voice. Right. There was a
0: few moments
1: (laughs) where he chimes in with like, yeah, how are you? And we just were laughing at him. Those are the only times this movie came alive where I was like, (laughs) ooh, here we go. Now we're having fun. We should mention uh, Chuetil Ejiofor. Chewy Johnson. (laughs) Plays the villain in this picture.
0: Blank. Change your name to Chewy Johnson. (laughs) One
1: of the funniest things anyone has ever said. Agreed. And... I put in the notes early on in the movie that I was like, oh, Chiwetel with till This movie stinks, but at least he's doing some good villain work. And then I had to retract that note as the movie progressed. I appreciate you
0: acknowledging the retraction.
1: He really, he was landed on thick. He was trying things, but it wasn't happening. And I got two obits from this picture. We're bringing back the obits slowly right. but surely. They never left. I love it. He's back. The so much of this movie is someone saying something very scientific sounding or futuristic sounding, and then Mark Wahlberg going, Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. Can I get that in English, please? He, do, he does that at least like three times. And that's another stuff that's such a hacky thing. Like, English, please? I'm not a scientist, except in the happening I was, and that was sick. Yeah, I'm a dumb guy in everything I play. And also, this movie has a. Action scene involving drones where like drones are shooting. I've complained about this countless times. It's not cool in any movie. I don't know why they keep doing it. They're just like, check this out drones. You've heard of these, right? These ones have guns. They're trying to fucking shoot. I don't really, there's
0: nothing about drones to me. That makes sense, except for taking aerial real estate photographs like Big Ank just did with his house that's newly on the market. If yeah. you're looking for a house in Fairhaven, Ooh. let me know. I need that commission.
1: Yeah, I do like shots that drones can take, but that's... using them in action movies as like a weapon where they're, they're like the villains like check out my backup plan. I got a bunch of drones. They're zooming after you. When they unleash them in this, I legitimately like sighed heavily, like, oh, again? the fuck out of and jason Manzukas is in this that was one silver lining i guess it's fun to see him pop up yeah he's that guy from the league and that how did this get made podcast if people aren't familiar. that like you said
0: that podcast they're not talking about movies that people have heard of anymore
1: yeah which is a bummer yeah and like because that was a fun for them to be talking about movies that we don't know about, like right. the, they're deep into like cult nonsense movies. We're
0: not missing much. No.
1: And there's a stunt towards the end of the movie where Mark Wahlberg rides a motorcycle off a mountain onto a plane that's flying by. Do you think he performed that practically? I do, yeah. That was like a Cruise-esque. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise thinks he's hot shit doing all this Mission Impossible stuff. Well, I'm going to show him that I can fucking... Fly off a motorcycle onto a plane and latch onto it with my samurai sword, which I have this whole movie.
0: What I, another thing I wanted to complain about is the fact
1: that um, Mark no. Wahlberg narrated the movie and did it very <laughs> muggly. Because yes, I'd like to complain about that. That.
0: But also, I hate the fact that Paramount Plus cheaped out on their audio. It's such an, it's a nitpick from the perspective of a home theater guy. And I mean, I don't have anything crazy. It's just a Sonos system. But I would... Both. Everything else is coming out with Dolby Atmos and at least, you know, Dolby Digital 5.1 audio, which is tuned. I'm probably explaining this poorly, but tuned to five speakers, like Ooh. two rear speakers, a subwoofer and a center channel with the multiple speakers inside. Woofers. Coordinating that makes it sound better. This was only in 2.0. Mm-hmm.
1: It's yeah, that's great.
0: Point average is a solid 2.0 right in that meaty part of the curve.
1: Home run, but yeah, Paramount Plus they're the new shittiest streaming service, so they're not focusing on stuff like audio, I guess, even though they should, no. because that matters. I can Not be honest, as much as the video. it
0: matters to me. Like I, I've i arranged the speakers in a certain way. I could have bought the regular Sonos play bar and I spent extra for the Sonos arc in two rooms of the house because that stuff matters
1: to me. Don't be messing with his levels now. You don't want to. He's got them just how he likes them. I do.
0: And this movie was messing with my levels. Yeah. And it had Toby Jones in it, which is an immediate demerit.
1: He, I actually like seeing him. What do you like about him? <laughs> <laughs> he always plays like the... Like, we just love underdogs. Yeah, he's like a good evil sidecar. He always plays like the main villain's like underling, who's just like sniveling and being shitty. He's good at it.
0: So what did you think about at the... Oh, should we just spoil the end? This is a spoiler. If you actually care, skip ahead 90 seconds. Yeah. It's the ending. Mark transitions back. Did you say this already? He transitions back into an Asian boy.
1: Well, yeah, the... The whole thing, like his character in this movie was a different person before he was Mark Wahlberg. And then, like, the whole stupid bit, he's immortal and keeps getting reincarnated. But Mark Wahlberg getting reincarnated as a young Asian man struck me odd. Mm. It didn't, uh... at least make it an Asian man with only one eye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For me, just the fact that it was, he had both of his eyes felt a little too
1: on the nose. This is canon. I don't know. I think this is going to be the thing that finally gets him canceled. This is it. Yeah, he's an Asian face. Yeah, because this is like Ghost in the Shell. Everyone was mad. Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. played an Asian character or what was an Asian character in the original movie. We're going to cancel. my for this. No doubt. Yeah, that was scandalous. But can and- we talk
0: about another movie or are you still hanging in there with this?
1: i think i had one oh this just one last thing this movie had my favorite thing when a movie sets up a sequel that will never in a million years happen never at the end it's like well like what next the possibilities are infinite like no they're not infinite they're not possibilities are nothing this movie's a dud everybody hated it and this franchise is closed But yeah, don't check out Infinite on Paramount+. Plus. It's really... One out of five. Unless you're like a Wahlberg sickie like us and you like to have a laugh at him trying to act. Here I am. (laughs) Then you might enjoy it, maybe. On Earth. On Earth. But yeah, what what have you been watching this week? Uh,
0: I would like to take you down to a new segment idea we have called Mm. the Woody Allen Corner. What? Where every week we dispel rumors that Woody Allen is a, tr- is a predator. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but seriously, Terrific. we will try to suspend that, you know, in our minds and just watch his movies for what they are. Mm. Hard to do, but we'll try. Yes. Last night I watched Manhattan. Scott let me borrow some DVD copies of his Woody Allen collection. Terrific. Because I have a lot of Woody Allen blind spots. Yes. He's got a lot of movies. He does. And I want to watch them all. Ooh. Uh, eventually. There's a couple you can
1: skip, but yes. (laughs) Manhattan,
0: to me, felt skippable, I must admit. There were certain, like, obviously iconic shots, and it had some of the greats, Diane Keaton, Meryl Streep.
1: That whole opening sequence where it's to some famous classical song, and they just show a bunch of, like, iconic shots of New York. It's a cool, it's one of those openings people always talk about. He's such a New York guy. What? It's my whole thing. His dialogue is not
0: relaxing in any way. It almost feels like Safety Brothers. It's like just peppering you with just line after line. And not in like a Gilmore Girls, mm. Aaron Sorkin way where it doesn't seem believable. All his dialogue is believable.
1: Mm. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it's a little much. Sometimes there'll be a line or maybe it's just the way it's delivered. His newest one. Where it sounds like very written and you can just like picture him writing it and the kind of thing where it's like no one talks like that or no one would say something that witty that quickly it's like too much yeah i don't like that either actually that's true uh what else what else but in general like that's yeah that's not one of his his funnier ones i think that's mostly a drama i haven't mm. seen it in a while I remember Meryl Streep plays like his ex-wife who's yes. writing a book about him and he's all mad about that. I remember that being interesting. Right,
0: he's newly divorced and he's dating, he's a 44-year-old man dating a 17-year-old girl, which for the first, like, did no one see that? Yeah. <laughs> as a dog whistle or yeah. a red flag or whatever the fuck.
1: What's the problem?
0: Nobody noticed that that might become a thing down the road or it was already a thing.
1: We're in love.
0: He literally wrote it into a movie. Yeah. She's 17 years old.
1: She was 17 bloody years old. Very loudly indeed. But yeah, that's one of those... I think I've heard him defend that to oh, be like... God. Be like, well, like, they're not right for each other. And they learned that at the end. Like, that's what it's all about. And it's like, okay. Okay,
0: Woods. Then he takes a run at... Uh, whatchamacallit, at uh, Diane
1: Keaton. Hi. Okay. Yeah, that one... I don't consider that top tier, Woody Allen. That's no Annie Hall. Annie Hall's like Annie Hall's praise, a good one, but it actually does like deserve its praise. It's got a <clears> bunch <throat> of great bits.
0: He and Diane Keaton definitely have a rapport. They got a good back and a good forth. vibe.
1: Mm. They can talk. Yeah. But yeah, what's uh, what's your next one? You're gonna watch so the fans can I'm, join us on this journey. They can. I'm
0: thinking Purple Rose of Cairo is next. Okay. That's Jeff Daniels. That's all I know.
1: Yes. That's that one it. famously shot for several weeks with Michael Keaton in the lead role. And then Woody Allen had to be like, you know, this just isn't working. I'm sorry, Michael Keaton. You're a terrific actor, but. Have they worked together again? They have not. Huh. And yeah, then he hired Jeff Daniels instead. That's a cool movie. Uh, maybe I'll watch that again so we can do a whole thing. Are the fans
0: on board with us doing the Woody <laughs> Allen corner right in the wake of the documentary revealing his rape and pedophilia
1: days. Insert uproarious crowd applause sound effect right here. Like, Ooh. Turkey Nation's like, we're in. We love the Woody stuff. Inappropriate.
0: Let's go. Um, I don't know. People probably don't care. Nah, he don't I didn't care. even finish the documentary. I couldn't do it. I was like,
1: eh. Oh, I got in there. I'm I'm part of the work. And I'm gonna sneak in real quick a movie I rented from Redbox the other day on DVD. I noticed that you did that. Actually it was on Blu-ray. It would have been funnier if I got it on DVD. But <laughs> uh DVD is much funnier. Keep that in mind. In. And yeah, this is the new movie Chaos Walking which is a movie that got shelved for several years. People know I can't resist a shelved film. When something's so bad, they flat-out don't release it. I just need to know why. I need to see it, and... yeah, Do you I get know what, now why they're going to say that? I, I totally understand now. This I'm not even going to explain it, because it won't make sense, and it's just, like, gobbledygook. This movie's a mess. It's Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley... The girl from the new Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. It was nice seeing her in something other than Star Wars, but this movie just it was embarrassing. It's like a sci fi dystopian thing, but it just. There's
0: been enough of those recently. I like that genre, but it's one of those things that it's like,
1: and then like. <laughs> yeah, like. Okay. They introduced these like awful looking CGI aliens like way too late in the movie and like people's thoughts. Like, appear above their heads. The whole movie, I was just like, what are we doing here?
0: <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, no thanks.
1: And Mads Mickelson and Nick Jonas played father and son. And it was glaringly distracting <laughs> him just being like, hello, hello, my son. Have, would you like to get a couple of drinks? We don't look anything alike and couldn't have more
0: different vibes. Mads Mickelson just muscling his way through an American accent. Eh. Yeah, that sounds dumb.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. No need to watch Chaos Walking, unless you're truly desperate for a turkey.
0: Doug Lyman is all over the place.
1: Yeah, that's like that's
0: we've said this a hundred times. We probably just did, but Doug Lyman's movies like Go is Great, Swingers is great.
1: Love Edge of Tomorrow. Right. I like Mr. and Mrs. Smith a lot. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is good. That's a fun, like
0: underrated movie. It's it's weird. I don't know. I cannot think of another director that's this much he, that jumps genres this much. Yeah. There's like Woody Allen, who's the same movie over and over again. Tarantino, same movie over and over again. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. And now and then there's Doug Liman. It's like there's really no trimmings. Like, there's no like Doug Liman touch
1: where you're like that's a Doug Liman movie. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you probably wouldn't be able to tell. He might like, almost a call.
0: have a better chance to become more of a household name were there to be some sort of Michael Bay sheen, on all of, not literally, but something that was just yeah. that you could attribute to him specifically. Mm. There isn't. True. Like he has like four home runs and then a bunch of turkeys and none of them are anything alike at all. Like think, Go and swingers have some parallels, I guess, Yeah, but not really.
1: I like when people do different stuff. Me too. That seems like the... F- most fun way to be a director it's like oh i just made this action movie i'm gonna go make a completely different kind of movie
0: i feel like of all like talent wise that would probably be the hardest or you would require the most
1: exactly that's why most directors like they get good at one certain thing just like keep doing it over and over again because they're like oh this works i mean
0: even scorsese like his movies are kind of the same when you i mean there's some there's some variations but he has like three speeds he has like Italian gangsters oh, and then like crazy people.
1: And then and like then weird really, artsy.
0: Right, really boring, historical
1: artsy. Yeah. Three veins. That's fair. Maybe a couple others that I can't quite remember. But yeah, let's you're, boil them you're down. You the
0: Taxi Driver? You looking at me?
1: <laughs> Kid, I haven't, but I have seen Joker and I thought it was sick. So sick. And speaking of Joker, the last thing I watched this week, the hot new Disney Plus Marvel series... Loki. I'm gonna go. (laughs) He's out. I mean What did you like about it? This one it's it at least like has a reason to exist. WandaVision and the Falcon Winter Soldier shows were like nothing. This one was like they're at least having fun. And like I don't know, the it's hard to talk about without giving it away, but Owen Wilson is on this series. I think just seeing Owen Wilson in something new, like, gave this uh, maybe more credit than it deserves. What do you like about it? And I was thinking, like, you mean Dupree and Loki (laughs) or some sort of thing like that? Loki, (laughs) is that one of my tube socks? Thank you. I was hoping you would do that. (laughs) Exactly that. Like, wow. This lonely old
0: Loki wailing away on himself. Yeah.
1: I hope there's like an episode four reveal where it's like, I'm actually <clears throat> Dupree. It's me. I'm my, throwing seven different kinds of smoke. My throat hurts still from doing the auto, the
0: bus driver impression on break. Yeah, hey, that's good. I don't know if I can bring it back.
1: Whenever you want to unveil right. it, it's <clears throat> strong. Hey, Scott, man. <laughs> it's really good to be here on the podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, get on the bus hoops homie, <clears throat> homie, Otto's here. Oh,
0: God. I'm this gonna, is a voice pod. Now. I'm going to lose my voice tomorrow. Yeah, we really are doing a lot of voices. <laughs> like, we did the French guys. Yep, we did w- Hank. We did me. Wahlberg. Yep. Now, Otto and Marge. We did the whole Star <clears throat> Wars thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, malaria zone. Marge. That's where all the explorers shop. Hey, Marge. No, oh, homie's tough. That's trash. <laughs> no good? No. But, uh, and also, I wish I could remember who had the tweet, but someone had a tweet the other day, because Owen Wilson's on the Loki show. It was uh, a picture of him on the show, and then it said, everybody knows that Loki died at the hands of Thanos. (laughs) What what this show presupposes is, maybe he didn't? Which is, of course, a reference to Royal Tenenbaums. That's very funny. Yeah, like. I think it might be the best tweet I've ever seen. <laughs> I was so jealous of it. It's just like, yes, I, that's the bit.
0: I cannot be Twitter funny is what I've realized. It's I can't. I can't do it. do it. In those little, it. little snippets, it's just mm. not me. It's not the type of humor. I like lots of verbiage. Ooh,
1: verbiage. I mean, it's fun out there. There's a lot of hot tweets. But yeah, Loki, you know, it's only one episode in, but... I enjoyed it. I'm going to keep watching. I think there's only six total, so it's not the end of the world if it falls apart like the other shows. And I think that's about it. Want to watch The Departed? I'm going to queue it up for us. Wow. You're living in the past, kid. We watch Wedding Crashers now, baby. It's wild that I was not joking <laughs> just now. The
0: fans are like, put on The Departed. Kid, put on The Departed. That's true. Maybe as a joke, we'll goof or as like a goof. We'll... Weddings. Oops. We'll pop in a little bit of it. Okay.
1: Also, speaking of The Departed, have you heard the new Dropkick Murphys album?
0: I haven't, but maybe play five to six (laughs) seconds of it. Boston police have apprehended a woman tonight in connection
1: with a stabbing outside a Chatham Street bar. Oh fuck!
0: Suffolk County Courthouse in the morning.
1: <laughs> sounds oh, like hey, hey, how are you? Sounds like they're really evolving as, as artists. You wouldn't even be able to tell this was the Dropkick Murphys if we didn't tell you.
0: What a couple of shitty idiots! Okay, let me turn this off. Yeah, all I, right. I saw that they
1: still existed, and I was 90 like, "90 oh, seconds fuck. of wedding crash, right? it's the
0: they're an American institution. How? There's going to be over two hundred single women at this wedding. Not to mention, if you look here, they got three like phenomenal finger food snacks, phenomenal finger food. I'm tired, okay? My
1: feet hurt, my <laughs> voice
0: is hoarse. Oh, please don't take a turn to negative town. What are you
1: talking about? That's a negative? What's the bucket of nuts, doctor. Fuck. Nuttles. You were sitting and sulking in the corner. You're so
0: Rule keep. number I 36. No excuses. Play Rule like a champion. Number six. Wow. Don't sit in the corner and sulk. it. Draw attention to yourself. And butchering this. Draw attention to yourself. He's too fast. Even dreams. Please don't go through rules to me. I know them. When Chas Reinhold passed the sacred rules of wedding hash, he gave us a us 12 legacy 12 years ago. He gave us a legacy. You make it sound like a cult, okay? And from everything you've told me about Chas, he sounds like a bite <laughs> your tongue. Chas Reinhold is not a kook. He's a brave and a decent man. He's a pioneer. He lived with his mother till he was 40. She tried to poison his oatmeal. Erroneous! <laughs> Erroneous! Erroneous on
1: both counts. Erroneous is such a funny word. The you should be worried
0: about it. It's not Chaz Reinhold, who's in the Hall of Fame.
1: The Hall of Fame of what? As <laughs> you sit there
0: and expect me
1: to go out on a limb...
0: Pull off the, the greatest crash of all time.
1: time. I gotta know that your head's right. <laughs> wow. There is... No room for error. Secret Service consequences. Secret <laughs> enthusiasm. If I do this, I don't want to half asset. I want it well planned. He's back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a perfect ending. Ended right on the he's back. He's back. Oh god, I love
1: this movie. We should try really to test ourselves with like see if we can remember a whole scene at some point.
0: I don't think we can. I'm rustier than the fucking Rustiest thing you can think of, <laughs> Rye, you, you <laughs> jokester. Rusty. Yeah, man. Rusty. I used to have that movie much, much more down. Mm. I am down. Mark mm. me down. <clears throat> oh, Tony, don't.
1: Tony. Big, tough Tony. Folks, we had a lot of fun here tonight. A couple of tired boys. What are we plugging this week, Rye? Um... Besides our Instagram and Twitter and the latest episode of the South Shore Boys.
0: That's true. Um, I have no legitimate plugs beyond my own ankfit.com plug that I throw out there every week. One of these days, I'm going to lasso one of the enough turkey heads and get him into the gym to work out and get him in shape. Ropes. Ropes, ropes, ropes.
1: Folks, that's enough. Have a go.